Hi, I'm Brenda. And I'm Jessica, and you're listening to the Lifting You Higher podcast. Where we like to take heavy topics and lighten them up. Our goal is to encourage and lift you up on this journey we call life. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. so glad that you took the time to listen or watch and um so today we're going to be talking about doing time in the wilderness <laughs> get excited Yay! let's get excited for time in the wilderness <laughs> so um bad news here's the bad news is that it happens to everybody and and sometimes you get a couple of doses of it it's, it's not it's a it's not like a one-time deal it's like okay nope. you did it you, you don't have to do it again Oh, sometimes God makes us do it more than once. <laughs> That's the stinky part of it. But we're going to get into um, the good that comes out of the wilderness. That's so. right. There, there's goodness in it. Yeah. So um, there's two examples of people that did time in the wilderness. And um, and the reason why we need to look at those two guys is because, listen, if it happened to them, it's going to happen to us. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first guy is Moses. We know about him. Remember, um, yeah, he did 40 years in the wilderness. You know, he... He knew he was called. He wanted to do something for the kingdom, you know, for the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. He um, he acted out of what his flesh, you know, it's like, okay, I'll just kill the dude. <laughs> and which, you know, at the time I'm sure sounded good. Yeah. And yeah. he would have gotten away with it because, hey, he was, you know, Pharaoh was his, his, his adopted father, I guess. So yeah. he probably would have gotten away with it. But it was like, yeah, no, that's not what God meant when he said you... I'm going to use you to deliver the children. <laughs> yeah. You can't kill everybody. So, um, so he had to go into the wilderness for 40 years for God to um, get him straight so that he could be the tool that he needed to use. And, you know, isn't that funny that we think in this time that if you call, you're called a tool, that that's a... Oh, it's a bad thing. It's yeah. a bad thing. But, see, this is how we get twisted. But yet... Yeah. Really, that's what we should be wanting to be. We should yeah. be wanting to be a tool for God. It's like, it's listen, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm the hammer, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and, and oh, that's, I feel a t-shirt coming off. <laughs> I love that. I'm a hammer, baby. I'm a hammer. That's right. Just call me the Be hammer. a tool for God. <laughs> oh, my word. That's in our t-shirt ideas. I tell I you know, what. File that away. That's another good t-shirt idea. Just call me the hammer. And so, and, um, so, and, and I could just go off on that like hammer time, but I won't. Okay, so the second guy that spent time in the wilderness is Jesus. And, um, you know, he did 40 days in the wilderness. And then when he came out, he's changed the world. Yes. Set it on fire. I mean, it like, like paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything changed when he came out of that wilderness. Yeah. And, and, and listen, if Jesus did it, here's some newsflash. If Jesus had to do it. I guess that means we we get to, to do it because not yeah. only was he, listen not only was he the son of God but he was the son of man. Mm-hmm. So if Jesus did it, we get to do it. Yeah. And, and think of it that way. Oh, I get to do it. <laughs> not I gotta do. It. I gotta do it. No. <laughs> I think no matter how we look at it, it's gonna be like a okay, let's do it. Get over with. Going to the dentist. <laughs> yes. It's like okay, I'm just gonna do it so I can get it over with and learn what I gotta learn to be in the. T- in the wilderness, yes. it's gonna happen. Ugh. 
So, um, so let's 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 define our what we think wilderness is. Yeah. Do you want to go first, or I don't care. Oh, go for it. Okay, so we have our different definitions. We like to find it. So this is Brenda's definition of what she thinks the wilderness is, and I'm going to read it so that I don't mess it up. Is a time in your life where you know you have gifts to be used. You've done your due diligence to educate yourself on these gifts, yet God has put you in the background. That's background. That's, that's a horrible. That hurt. That's a word mm-hmm. that hurts. Yeah. With no opportunities to use them. Ah, man. And I define it this way because both Moses and Jesus knew they were called to be to do great things, but they were sent not into isolation, but separation to marinate. And in that marinating time, the impurities of our spirit and soul come to the top and they get skimmed off. Wow. That's and a, that's the wilderness. Yes. That's a, that's a great representation. That's a great example of what the wilderness time is, is yeah, we're not isolated, but it's to separate, separate. us to marinate. And I like that to skim the, you know, it's like when you're making ghee, I think that's what it's called that, but oh, you know, yeah. you take butter and you cook it or whatever, and then they scrape the stuff off. And then that's the pure mm-hmm. stuff. That's, that's what God does to us when we're in the wilderness. Yeah. Um, and my definition is similar, I think. Um, but I feel like the wilderness for me is a time where God uses like God uses the wilderness for me to test my faith. Um, but also, um, it's a place of like obedience and surrender. Because honestly, you're most of the time in the wilderness, God is quiet. And I a hundred percent agree with the the gifts and you don't really have any opportunities to use them because that is a hundred percent true. Um, we do in the wilderness, we feel alone, but we're not alone, but it just feels lonely. And for me, I just have to completely rely on the Lord because, um, if I don't, then I will never get through the wilderness sane, you know? You know, Jessica, I'm looking at this because we wrote them down and I'm thinking, this is so cool because your definition just butts right up to mine. Yeah. I mean, it's just perfect because, so I say where it gets skimmed off and then it just goes right into, it's a time that God uses to test your faith in him mm-hmm. because honey, when you're in the wilderness, your test, your faith is getting tested. Yes. It's a place of obedience because... Mm-hmm. you and surrender obedience and surrender it's a place of obedience because you are committed yeah. and because not everybody will go <laughs> i mean they get trapped in there <laughs> yeah but when we are in the wilderness we feel alone mm-hmm. but we aren't we are must rely fully on god mm-hmm. and in quiet times that's a perfect definition that just that just that's like a we should put that on a plaque i mean yeah I mean, I'm going through a wilderness time right now, and it is, I'm not saying that wilderness times are beautiful and wonderful, but you got to keep your attitude focused on not the negative parts of, like, not knowing where you're going and, um, like, not quite hearing from the Lord. Like, I, most of the times, like, up until this point, the wilderness times of my life, God has been completely silent. And I think sometimes that's what we need is complete silence so that we're like, okay, well, I'm just going to wait on the Lord. Not not like he's going to do something, so I'm just going to wait. No, waiting expectantly on his next move, his next word to you. And um, 
right now in my wilderness season, I feel like God is still talking some, but I definitely have been like some of my giftings have been pushed back and I just feel like I can't use them, you know, because I feel well. Honestly, right now, my in my life, I feel like God is torn down the walls of things that I knew and is rebuilding me. So it's just kind of like an awkward new season for me. So, but if you think about the Israelites in the wilderness, when, in what point of the journey from Egypt to the promised land, or even past the promised land, entering in, at what point did they have the most miracles? Did they have the most interaction with God? in the wilderness. God gave like gave them so many miracles, gave them so much, spoke to them so often in the wilderness. So our wilderness time is a time where God still is moving. He hasn't left us. He hasn't, you know, he's not forgetting about us. He's well, just developing us. So when the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they had daily substance from yeah. God. I mean, literally, I mean, they had to walk outside their tent and it was laying mm-hmm. right there and they cooked it and they <laughs> ate it, right? Okay, so when we're in wilderness, same principle, same principle. It's mm-hmm. just we don't go cook the manna or eat the manna, whatever it is, but there is manna God has for us on a daily basis because yes. he wants to sustain us. We just have to offer ourselves up for it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that manna will be in quietness. Sometimes it will be... You know, where we're hearing the voice of God in our heads. I always tell people, you know, when they say, well, sometimes I hear voices. I'm like, listen, I got three going on in my head at the same time. Sometimes <laughs> my flesh, my spirit and God. Yeah. You know, so you hear voices. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, but so we want to open ourselves up to receive in the wilderness from God and receive that manna because he, um, we're all going to go through it. It's, it's, it's yes. not something you could dodge or avoid. And, and I, for me, the wilderness initially is like, no, you know, it's like, yeah. it's like no, I don't want to go to that gynecological appointment. No, but it's, it's a, t- it can also be a, um, a beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. And, and we see the beauty two ways, you know, I think two ways. <laughs> One is in the moment when there's really a presence of God and he yeah. is, he is teaching you something or he is showing you something and you're like, Oh my goodness, I just had a, you know, the most beautiful moment with God. I'm going to tell you what happened or it's afterwards. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We look back and we're like, Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Look at what God did. Yes. It's changed me. It's made me so much better. And, and that's what it's about. It's about making you better for the kingdom. That's why it's not because he like, he's putting you in time out. You know, yeah. that's, I used to think that's what it was when I was, I didn't know the word that, you know, I was a very mature Christian. I thought, well, I don't want to be a learning experience. I don't want to be putting time out. No, it's a good thing. And I think, you know, I think COVID-19 put a lot of people in the wilderness mm-hmm. and, um, and, and that was a good thing for us because I think we needed to, okay, you know, you pretty much shut down. I, at that time last year I was ministering in prison and let me tell you, there was not that was shut down 100% nothing was happening and it was like from March and I was like okay <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do mm-hmm. and um and and so it was like a moment like okay I, I I see the writing on the wall where we're going with this and okay God if this is going to be a wilderness moment then I want it to be a, a fruitful beautiful moment and how and it was like how do you have beauty and fruitfulness in the wilderness and it was like, God showed me his succulents. 
Mm-hmm. You know how uh, you know, succulents right now are real popular. <laughs> if you see them, you know, in any of these home improvement stores, mm-hmm. shows, and stores, they're always, you know, succulents are everywhere. Yes. And I'm like, where do succulents come from? They come from the desert. Mm-hmm. And and so, and I was like, that's so funny, God, <laughs> that I've got them everywhere. And, and I am, you know, about to enter into nine months of, you know, of wilderness experience. But it's, it can be a beautiful experience. And it's something that don't look at, at it as a punishment mm-hmm. or a horrible thing. Because look at Jesus and Moses. Did it turn out to be a horrible punishment? No. No. Goodness, no. No. No, yeah. It was a beautiful experience of, I mean, honestly, if they would have obeyed, then they would have been in the promised land a lot sooner. But... Because yeah, I think um, I think some of the theologians say that the trip from Egypt to the Promised Land would have only taken like three days or something like that. Yeah, it was it wasn't very far, but they like took a huge long loop around for forty years. Just kept going around and going until they got it, you know, until they got all the bad stuff out. Yeah, and they were ready to go. You know, but, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Um, I was just gonna say, um, if you are like, if you feel like you have been in the wilderness for 40 years, maybe take a look back and um, see all of the good that has come out of your wilderness experience. Um, and maybe our last podcast, we talked about gifts and, and tithe and all of that. So maybe like re-examine things and see, are you fighting God? I think we we're going to say that next, but just are, like, are you fighting it? Are you fighting being in the wilderness? Are you um, fighting the alone time with God, but don't be discouraged because no matter how long your wilderness time is, God is using that to, to grow you. But I think it's important for us to remember that we need to focus on God because this can be a beautiful, beautiful experience. And honestly, we get that so personal one-on-one time with the Lord. Think of the Israelites. They had, I mean, you know, he was in um, a cloud in the day and fire by night and he was present and he is present now with you um, in the wilderness. So you're in the wilderness or you see it coming. <laughs> it's, it's, it's coming for you. Mm-hmm. So what's the worst you can do? All right. So we thought the one of the worst things you can do is just fight it. Yeah. You know how a baby fights going to sleep <laughs> and it's like brutal. I mean, it's like just just go with it. Go with it. Just don't sleep fight already. it yes. because God is going to have his way. Mm-hmm. And if he's coming for you because he wants you to come into the wilderness with him mm-hmm. and think about that. Yeah. He wants you to come into the wilderness. He with wants him. that time I mean, alone oh with gosh. you. Yeah. I mean, that's just like, Oh, that just touched me. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't want you, but that yeah. just ministered to me. So when he's coming for you, <laughs> don't fight don't it. Fight. Yes. Go with it. Go with it. Go with it because it's going to happen anyway. You know, it's like, yes. it's going to happen. Yeah. So, um, and if, and if you do fight, you just kind of make a fool of yourself or you just make yourself <laughs> miserable anyway. Yes. It so makes it worse. Just go with it. The second thing is, um, don't avoid it. You know, don't put up roadblocks or mm-hmm. try to outsmart God <laughs> because you can't mm-hmm. and, or out <laughs> deal God. You know, it's like, okay, God, um, I, I see what you're wanting to do, but, um, if you let me put it off till this time, then I, you know, do this, you know, yeah. we like, we like to try to make deals with God. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. Don't know. do that. <laughs> yeah. There's no deal making. It's no. that, um, 
Because remember, he he's the god the god of patience. Yes, oh, he's never going to run out of that patience. Yeah, so he's not going to run out. <laughs> it's just like you know, it's, it's work with it. Yeah. It's going to happen. Um, so those are the kind of the uh, the two things that we just wanted to like. Don't fight it, yeah. and don't try to avoid it because it's going to happen. Yes. So uh, now you're in the wilderness. Okay. So how how do you kind of like navigate mm-hmm. the wilderness and and we kind of touched on that earlier in the episode, and that is that first you need to see the beauty in the in the wilderness. Yes. Um, and and just allow God to um overtake you, you know, in it, and and saturate you. You know, again, the succulents. Let's go back to the succulents. What do the succulents do? They harbor oil and mm-hmm. water and moisture mm-hmm. and um, they don't dry up and get pruny you know they're <laughs> they're full of it yeah and that's what he wants us to be he wants mm-hmm. us to be full of moisture or full of the <laughs> nice. anointing mm-hmm. okay and so um and so that's what he wants to do for us and it's also um it's a purification time listen we all need to be purified What's one of the most popular things to do now in the health industry? And that is those um, fasts. Oh, yeah. And those detoxes. Detoxing fasts. And and those, um, what's that, when they put stuff through you to make it come out of you? Um, Oh, yeah, like a colon cleanse. Yeah. 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 Because they all want to purify your body. Well, you you could do that till you know jesus comes okay (laughs) but that's your body that's not your spirit yes and your spirit needs purification and cleansing Mm -hmm. and and the wilderness is is the place to go for that you know um (laughs) one of my personal bucket lists is that there's this spa in arizona that i want to go to so bad oh it's a real Mm frou-frou expensive stupid place (laughs) i mean okay i mean it's just like there's no spiritual um Anything spiritual attached to this is purely physical for <laughs> okay. me. It's purely, it's one of those frou-frou, over-the-top, expensive, crazy expensive spas in Arizona that I want to go to one day. Okay, well, that's what God wants to do with us in the wilderness. Yes. Okay. It's just totally over-the-top, purification and cleansing of us. And um, just, if you guys have ever been on a hike and you're like, man, this is really a tough hike, and then you finally get to like the top of the mountain or the hill wherever you're climbing and you can just see for miles that's what the wilderness is it's that beautiful experience yes it's hard but every hike that has ended that way or every hike that i've personally been on has been worth it so our wilderness time if we see the beauty if we can see the splendor it is worth it and and i'm just remembering things of my past when when you are in the wilderness, it's like you can see your past mm-hmm. so clearly. Yes. And and I think I talked about it in one of our past podcasts about my little apartment that I used to live in. It was like my little incubator. You know, that came through a moment of of wilderness where I was thinking back, oh my gosh, that's <laughs> when I was such a baby and God just worked on me, you know, mm-hmm. and it was just covered me. And those those things of looking back and understanding why they happened yeah. or you know what importance did that hot mess have to do in my life and and you will see these things on the mountaintop when you're in the wilderness mm-hmm. and there's mountains in wilderness there's mountains yeah. in wilderness lots of you will see them on the top of, mm-hmm. of that and that's the, again the beauty of being in the wilderness mm-hmm. absolutely <clears throat> yeah and I, um, next we said surrender 
So commit to it. Um, <laughs> I love what you put here. Take your heavenly medicine. <laughs> Do your heavenly exercises. Dive in 100%. Yeah, I think I think it's important that we don't just like, okay, well, I'm just going to survive. I'm just going to. Just skim off the top, skim. you know, just, yeah. you know, we're notorious about just dipping in. No, I'll just don't. dip my big toe into this wilderness. That's yeah. what he said that he, when he said, come into the deep, that's what he meant. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, just dive in, do it, do it 100%. Yes. And, and get a hundred percent out of it. Okay. So the third, and this is yours is yeah. gain what you can from this time. Yes. Whatever God, there's a purpose and a reason that God is putting you into this wilderness season. So whatever that reason is, that's, it's your duty to find out why, whether it be, um, faith, patience, or maybe he's healing you from past traumas or hurts, or maybe he's like reconditioning, I don't know, putting new gifts in you, whatever it is, gain all you can. I mean, what, what is it? What's better than spending quality time with the father? I don't think anything. Yeah, it, and that's good. This is a historical moment in your life. This is like a, like, girl, go get some stones and build your monument. Yes. Because this is a time where something is going to be happening mm-hmm. in your life. Because it's not just a, a, a act of, a religious act. This is some, God is going to be doing something. So yes. you better get some, you know, you're going to get some um, um, visual rocks in your head and mm-hmm. build a, a memorial and say, okay, this right here. Is when we I left this, yeah, and and I left that in the wilderness because I came out different. And um, oh man, I'm getting excited! I'm telling you, I'm getting excited. <laughs> I it's can't like, wait okay, for the end of my wilderness time. I don't know time. if we got wilderness times coming up, but I'm getting pumped. Okay, like I am ready for one. Bring it on! Yeah, and, and now I'm gonna probably get in my car. Right. So I was just joking when I, I said that guy. I don't want to know what this. <laughs> Well, you know, like I'm currently in the wilderness and I'm looking forward to what God is going to like, I don't know what he's going to do in me and what the end of this wilderness time is going to look like. It's exciting for me. It's not like always exciting. It's not always I'm not always joyful about it. You know, like I could be my attitude probably needs a little bit of more of an adjustment because I'm just like, what is happening? Like, I can't do any more of this. God, like, help me. But, like, I'm excited for the end and for to see how God just changes my life through that. And, well, and then also that's when you start, I'm just thinking about it, is, you know, it is a beautiful time, but it's also a time where, you know, some ugliness mm-hmm. has to, you know, obviously it's to get the ugliness out, yeah. to get the toxic stuff out, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like you have to, it's a very humbling moment because when you realize Oh my goodness. You know, that was, how did people how even did tolerate I even, Yes. <laughs> how did I have any friends yes. that, you know, that I just realized what he brought out of me, you know, <laughs> the excrement or whatever, what came out mm. of my spirit, that, um, woman, and mm. I still have friends, but it's like, so it can be so humbling in that, that, um, that you, time with him that you need to gain everything that you can mm-hmm. so that you can take it out and you can be what he wants you to be and and just get buckets of it you know just <laughs> get everything yeah, you just can be a sponge absorb everything that's going around and um and then i think we touched on this but um number four that we jotted down was just to rest in him 
Um, I think sometimes we get thrown into wildernesses, like wilderness time, because we are just constantly busy, 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 and we're not spending enough time with the Lord or we're um, burnt out. So it's important for us to just sit and rest. It is incredibly hard for me to rest and just sit down and just do nothing. But it's, you know, that time that I've spent with like alone one-on-one with Father God has been so refreshing Especially in times where my life has just been so hectic and because I've done that to myself, you know, and having that one-on-one rest time has been very healing. That's right. And it's, um, and I think you're not the only one that's like that. I think I would say probably 99% of us are like that, that we're go, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. And, and then when you go into one of these spiritual wilderness times with God, everything just, No stops, and he wants you to rest in him. And um, a perfect example of that is one uh, several years ago, I went with a friend down to Texarkana. Their parents have a cabin there, mm-hmm. and we were sitting on the lake, and we put the lawn chairs out, and we get down, and we're all good. And it's like I could not stay still. <laughs> I could not stay still. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, like, and the friend that I'm with goes, Prinda, you, you realize how many times you've gotten up and down, and, and I was like, <laughs> I know, I know, I just can't stay still, mm-hmm. and it's like. And there comes a time where God says, okay, mm-hmm. you're going to rest. I want you to rest in me. Yeah. And that's part of the wilderness experience too. It's just, you know, the walls go up, I guess, or down or whatever. Yeah. And you're just in this bubble and you are going to rest in him. Mm-hmm. He is going to have to have you rest. And, and then once you get into that resting moment, you're like, oh my goodness, <laughs> why did I ever fight this? Yes. Hello. It's just like... Yeah. Yes. Oh, just the rest. I'm, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've had a, a big season of rest recently between like surgery and work and it's been really nice, honestly. Like just to, because honestly this, the rush, 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 you don't really have time to categorize what's most important until you rest and you sit in, you know, in his presence. And then you're like, well, was this like, you know, 50 hour ministry work week really worth it, you know, not necessarily ministry, but like was spending time with this person really worth it or not? So, well, or in my life, it's like, okay, we have, I got up at this time. I now have, um, we have now 59 minutes, God. (laughs) Yeah. And then we've got to go. Yeah. So we're just so glad that you listened to us today and we hope you took something away from this about being in the wilderness. We love you. I just want you to know that you are loved. So loved. You are beautiful inside and out. Yes. You have a purpose in life. You You are needed. Mm -hmm. And we want you to be blessed in the name of Jesus. And we want you to stay safe in the name of Jesus. And we hope to hear anything. Just send us your messages. We love to read them. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Bye.